1: My name is Chief Master Sergeant Kevin Osby, and I'm your Senior Enlisted Advisor for the Army and Air Force Exchange Service. Before we get started with our guests today, I would like to introduce my lovely co-hosts, Leah Matthews and Julie Mitchell. How y'all doing, ladies?
2: Oh, my
3: gosh. Oh, my gosh. It is a great day. <laughs> doing really good.
1: Man, I'm Keep super excited.
3: Keep chat busy. on a Monday.
1: I know. And, and, and we normally have this on Tuesdays and Thursdays, so you know we got it on Monday. We got a, a super it special guest for you. It is
3: huge. Huge, huge. huge.
1: But do before we get on our guests, you know, there's anything about me different, anything? I don't, Oh, uh, nice
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, for one thing, I I'm wearing my, uh, airman battle uniform. This is the last week. Uh, well, March 31st is the last day that we're authorized to wear this uniform because we'll we fully transitioned to the, to the OCP uniform. So I'm paying what's, homage. What's,
0: uh, what's the new one?
1: So the new one is the, the, uh, the OCP uniform. It's, a. uh, yeah. uh Oh, my goodness. You, operational camouflage pattern uniform. So it's a
0: different new camouflage. Yeah, absolutely. So they can buy absolutely, more stuff. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: And
3: uh, look a lot like the Army, right?
1: <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, you know, I was going to make this big huge to-do, but I'm just going to kind of jump right in. We, I'm super excited about today's guest. He's an, uh, an acting legend. He's a veteran. And for me, a person that has rocked a mustache for the past 24 years of my life. Uh, I cannot be more honored to chat with the mustache goat today. So, uh, Julie, please introduce today's guest. Thank so,
2: <laughs> Chief Chat is we're preparing to celebrate our first anniversary. We've had military exclusive guests you know, for our community for the last year. And today we are honored to feature a Hollywood icon, an Emmy and Golden Globe winning actor whose family has a rich military history. He's also a veteran. He served in the California National Guard during the Vietnam era, and he remains a staunch veterans advocate today. Please join me in welcoming the legendary Tom Selleck. Hey.
0: Hi, guys.
1: Hey, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Awesome. Excellent
3: Tom. We are so excited to host you on Chief Chat. Um and so first just really quick housekeeping. Everybody watching, you know what to do. Share with us the... where you're watching from. Pardon? Oh, just a really quick housekeeping for everybody watching. Yeah. Just drop a note in the comments, share your love and any questions you have for Tom. We will read those live throughout the broadcast. Now is a great time to start your watch party so you can enjoy this live interview with your friends. Well, and if you're not following our page, you should.
0: Awesome, mm-hmm. awesome. So Tom, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm I'm sitting behind my desk on the set of Blue Bloods. The it's not my desk; it's Frank Reagan's desk.
3: <laughs> show, but uh,
0: um, it's a it's a nice setup and and fun. He's a he's a police commissioner and a five star. So that's what the police oh, commissioners are. Awesome, awesome. So.
1: Can you can you tell us what city you're uh, kind of joining us from, and uh, where y'all filming the set from? Pardon? What city? Si- what city? Oh, me. I'm in New York City right now. New York That's City. That's where we shoot our show. Oh, awesome, awesome. So, and how you been faring during the pandemic? I did
0: pretty good. I got it, um, um and and got through it fine. Um, and um, we are filming during the pandemic. So it's really uh, a little tricky, a little more complicated. A lot of protocols and stuff that I'm sure you guys have too. Um, Slows things down a little bit, but uh, we're doing good and everybody's staying healthy.
2: So glad to hear that, sir. Uh, We'd also like to kick off with learning more about your service to our country. You Mm -hmm. served California National Guard during the Vietnam era, and you even appeared on recruiting posters for the Guard. So can you talk to us a a little bit about your military background and what serving meant to you?
0: Well, in a way I come from a military family. I I was born uh, uh, at the end of World War II. Um, My dad was a B-29 mechanic in the Air Force, and Army Air Force, and uh, his brother flew the hump um, over the Himalayas in the China, Burma, uh, oh India theater, and his brother Lyle, his middle brother, he, uh, he was an infantry uh, officer, a uh, first lieutenant, and he was missing in action for about uh, two weeks during the Battle of the Bulge. So um, on my mom's side, some of her brothers served, most of them, because I come from Detroit, um, uh, were in defense industries. My mom worked at Fisher Body, which was a part of General Motors. She was—that uh, was her uh, contribution to the war effort. And uh, her brothers either served or served in defense industries in uh, in uh, Detroit.
1: Yeah, I, I think we need to find that that poster, that that recruiting poster that you're in. <laughs> uh,
0: there was a poster. Um, actually, it was at a point. Uh, um when I was in the, uh, California military Academy, I was in an OCS program. Um, oh. didn't work out because I got an acting job and my hair was too long. And, uh, but I was doing real well. I was number one in my class, but, uh, um, a uh, general saw me with my hair was too long and he said, get him out of here. <laughs> so I went back to my, uh, infantry unit in the national guard. I was in, uh, an infantry unit um, in California in Glendale. And we were the uh, what they call uh, the selective reserve force. We were the top priority unit for the whole state. So um, um, any kind of fire emergency uh, um, demonstration, um, anything like that, my unit, was uh, I served in the uh, Isla Vista riots and, and uh, my unit was the first one in Watts. I wasn't in it then, but uh, so I, I, I with the new, all the news lately, I, I got a lot of empathy for um, the guys in DC sleeping on concrete floors. Um, I did a lot of that. Every time there was a disturbance or something, we'd go into the armory and, and wait around and see if we were needed. Um, so I wish them all well.
3: Wow. Very interesting. Um, Tom, can you share with us how, um, what you learned in the military, how has that helped you in life? And then specifically, um, moving on with your active career?
0: Well, you know, I, it, it helped me enormously. Um, I was, uh, I got in the national guard, um, because I had just signed a contract with 20th Century Fox Studios but I was a very young actor kind of growing in myself and I was uh, 21 um, going away in that situation and this is the draft era um, going away in that situation um, it's unfortunate that we don't in some way have something like that because you got a, a such a experience with uh, a broad cross-section of the country, people from everywhere working together, training together. And um, it was kind of part of our melting pot, and we don't have that. And and now everybody finds what they want on social media, and we seem to get real divided. The the military, the draft military in those days, was very much a uh, a part of the melting pot and exposed people to all sorts of walks of life. Um, I went into basic training at Fort Ord, California, and, uh, um, pulled guard duty my first night and wasn't guarding anything. <laughs> I was just walking around <laughs> the perimeter with a rifle and, um, and found out that that uh i ended up a squad leader and then i was a platoon guide in in my uh basic training company and i realized if i could excel um and accept the responsibility uh number one i didn't have to pull guard duty anymore Yeah. (laughs) yeah and i didn't have to pull kp but But more than that, I think that there was a lot of growing up I did that actually helped me as an actor, Uh, not to mention the fact that, uh, you know, sooner or later, I was hopefully going to get up for lead roles of people in a leadership position um, or that represented a leadership position in a way. And uh, I did pretty good in the military. I was the... uh, Uh, outstanding trainee in my basic training company and the first guy ever promoted to PFC in the history of that company. Um, I'm not bragging. It's just information. It's, it's Mm. in the record, Mm -hmm. but, uh, but I found that excelling was the way to go for me. I was a pretty competitive athlete in school and, um, that the army offered me that ability to, um, to try and excel, to accept responsibility. Um, and all of that, believe it or not, helped me enormously in the acting business. Um, I did six years in the guard. Might have re-upped and got a rocker under my sergeant stripes, but uh, mm-hmm. um, acting was going pretty good. So that was uh, my six years worth of my service.
1: Awesome. And you mentioned uh, your father uh, served during World War II. Uh, in the army air corps which uh later on the line um uh transitioned to the air force yeah go go air force Uh, (laughs) so so did so did, did he talk much about his service
0: um not a whole lot he was the youngest brother and uh his other his older brothers had gone to college that's how they became officers uh, he hadn't got a chance yet he only had one year of college so he was an enlisted man and proud of it and uh, used to flight test b-29s not fly them, um but uh, the mechanics of it um he was proud of that uh, ironically he was they had a point system at the end of world war ii um, where if you had um kids um, if you had two kids, you, that made it possible on the point system um, to uh, go home early as opposed to be shipped overseas because the war was over. And um, I'm proud to say <laughs> I was an easy birth for my mother and it got my dad home from Davis, monthan Air Force Base. Uh, in Arizona, um, and he got to go home because I helped him make the point system. (laughs) I didn't know it at the time.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you for sharing uh, your, your family's history of service with us. And we have soldiers, airmen, guardians marines sailors coast guard members and military families watching they're watching from all over the world right now what uh, words what word, yeah it is it's pretty neat I also i really should really say for the marines
0: out there um yeah. i at, at about age 15 or so i was in a program at camp pendleton called the devil pups program which was, a, oh. was in the summer where you had a uh, a marine di which was pretty enlightening when you're 15 years old. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I did that two years in a row, and that helped me a lot. And it helped me understand the military, uh, and put me in good stead when uh, I went to basic training in the army. Frankly, so I'm I'm, I'm kind of an honorary marine. You know, I play a uh, ex marine. Not there's no such thing as an ex marine. I play a former marine on uh, on Blue Bloods. So
1: that's
2: right. <laughs> that's
1: awesome. And so and and for the for, the, for you. Uh, I was a former Marine as well. I started my career off in the Marine Corps. Oh, did you really? Oh, yeah, I, I, I but they, 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 I went full-fledged Devil Dog
0: and not Devil Pup. So they. they <laughs> <laughs> it was a great. It was a great program, and it wasn't. It, we weren't coddled as much as kids might be today. I mean, if 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 you had a beef, um, this is a long time ago. But if you had a beef. Uh, everybody formed a circle you put on the gloves and the two of you just had it out till you, you couldn't punch anymore. The gloves were too heavy. <laughs>
2: That's what um, and I was, do that all uh, the time with each other. <laughs> so not, we sure
3: do put on the gloves. <laughs> that was a good
0: thing. But you punch out, you know, those gloves get heavy and then you're, you get, you're usually pals with the guy you had a beef with after that.
2: <laughs> so, so given that, you know, we have the military community watching right now, do you have any words of inspiration or, or thanks that you would like to share with the folks watching today?
0: Well, I just make faces in front of the camera, but uh, mostly <laughs> uh, I, I just want to thank everybody for their, their service, the sacrifice they make, and um, um, to quote probably the most politically incorrect character in a movie I can think of, Jack Nicholson, um, we need you on that wall. We thank you for being on that wall. It's important.
3: Thanks for sharing that, Tom. And as you know, mental toughness is critical for our nation's military. So, can you talk about resiliency um, and how you stayed strong early in your career before landing the role of Thomas Magnum?
0: Did I? But I didn't hear the last part. The what? So, the, how
3: you stayed strong early in your career um, I think, before you landed uh, I, I your think first All
0: role. the training I had, whether it was in OCS or basic training, um, the, you know, it, 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 it's a form of stress training. And uh, sometimes you don't get to sleep a lot. Sometimes in all that that time, you've got somebody in your face making demands on you produce and think. Mm -hmm. And and I I think that was very important in terms of a kind of mental toughness. There's a lot of distractions. You say how it relates to acting. There's a lot of distractions on an acting set but that's nothing compared to a D.I. yelling in your face Um, (laughs) and you having to recite something like the Constitution or something. Um, Mm. It was was all for a purpose and uh, it's all something I treasure that I I did pretty good and adapted to it and um, um, stayed with it and served because in my era, there were a bunch of people who didn't. Um, I'm proud of that, and uh, I'll always be proud of that. Um, Somebody told me at an event for kids, I do a lot of kids' work, somebody in government said, you know, Congress passed this law um, that if you're a veteran, even if you're not in uniform, when they play the national anthem, you can salute. And I don't think people know that. I -hmm. salute now. When the national, whether I'm and when I'm not in uniform, because it, it evidently the con- Congress passed that a few years ago, and uh, uh, I'd love, like to see more salutes from civilians or former uh, veterans.
1: <laughs> absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, so for, for me, I was a I was a kid when Magnum PI. I, I remember the show. Uh, yeah, uh, and 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 it was and it's kind of surreal that I'm getting to talk to you right now. So can you tell us, because uh, that was kind of your first kind of big break. Uh, in, it in, was, yeah. So what did, what did that mean for you when you when you uh, landed the role of Magnum PI?
0: Well, it, it meant a whole lot to me. It was uh, I had been uh, I had done six pilots for series that didn't sell, <laughs> <laughs> so they mm-hmm. were failures. Mm-hmm. I had I had been uh, in the business for I was thirty five. When i got my first big break okay. i'd been in the business for about uh, 12 13 years so it meant a lot there were, there also was such a huge uh, ironically because of my history of uh, don belisario who created the show was a marine i was a, um, a sergeant in the infantry and and it was at the end of the vietnam era but magnum was about three Vietnam veterans, Mm -hmm. Um, and it was very much a a part of what the show was about. They were all former warriors. The character Higgins, the older guy in the show, he was in the British Army. Uh, The thing that meant so much to me about Magnum, especially from a military point of view, we, we did eight years of Magnum, 163 episodes, and at the end of it, the Smithsonian called us said come on we want to honor you and um believe it or not it was kind of a fight to keep the vietnam veteran aspect in 1980 um networks would say oh you can't play vietnam veterans they're all crazy people running around um doing bad things Um, we said we are going to play well-adjusted veterans so eight years into it the smithsonian put my Detroit tiger hat and my Hawaiian shirt in the Smithsonian for this reason. They said, you are the first show on network television that ever recognized Vietnam veterans in a positive light.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I've that's always good. been very proud of that.
1: Yeah, no, that, that's awesome. And uh, like, like like you mentioned, they, they, we, we, we at the exchange try to make sure that we, we show our Vietnam veterans love uh, because I know when they came back from that war, they, they weren't treated probably as as good as they should have been
0: um yeah it was uh uh an interesting time (laughs) to say the least but yeah i wore i wore my uniform home um coming out of basic Mm -hmm. training i was kind of proud i'd gotten a rank it was just a pfc but a rank that that that, uh, nobody had earned in that basic training company and um i wasn't greeted the way i thought i would be put it that way we don't do that anymore to our troops. Okay. We say thank you for your service. That You're may right. have been the best lesson out of Vietnam. We they mm-hmm. we don't blame them for the politics or the mission. We just thank them for serving their country.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. And thank you for all you and your show did then to shine a positive spotlight on, on veterans and service. And right absolutely. now, Right now, you're starring as Frank Reagan on Blue Bloods, which is in its 11th season. That's incredible. It airs on CBS on Fridays at 10 o'clock, 9 o'clock Central. So what drew you to this role, and did you ever imagine you would be playing uh, such an iconic character for so long?
0: Well, I'm glad I was in the military um, because the NYPD is run on a very military-type structure. What drew me to it was... um, I played, uh, I had the honor of playing General Eisenhower um, in a a movie called uh, Bike Countdown to Mm D-Day. And it was about the story of the lead up to D-Day from the point of view of the commanders and the the pressure, the sheer weight that they carry ordering people into battle, into harm's way. And uh, that I, I... I didn't think they were the same roles, but the Frank Reagan role as the police commissioner in New York, I felt, um, I had kind of gone to school on that kind of, uh, pressure and responsibility with Ike and it, it would help me. And I wanted to explore that idea more, um, because there's very few movies about the, the, the pressure of command about if you're a sergeant ordering people under you to into harm's way and, and all the way up to the chain of command of the military so um, that's the thing that honestly really attracted to me that and 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 um, not not giving orders to people I know how to give orders um, I was in the army <laughs> um, I was a sergeant um, but it's not the it's not the given orders. It's not running an operation. It's what happens when Frank's office door closes. What happens behind the scenes? And we do that's very important to us. Some blue bucks too. So, uh, but but the the idea of command and the weight and responsibility that puts on your shoulders is. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, fascinates me, and in, in, uh, in 11 years of the show, I've never gotten tired of playing this guy because of that. Mm-hmm. And it's
1: awesome that you, uh, you're actually doing this interview from Frank Reagan's office. So mm-hmm. so I don't know if we are talking to Frank Reagan or, or Tom Selleck, which one, which one we got going on. Sir?
0: Well, I'm not Frank Reagan today, although I'm wearing his suit. <laughs> so.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so so can you... Um, kind of talk about what's ahead any new projects you got going on
0: i i just got th- this project's nine months a year um i'm always looking for other stuff um, um I'm, I'm probably writing a book <laughs> it's a little intimidating i'm just an actor <laughs> um, <that's laughs> um, awesome. but i have 50 years in show business now and some people have said you ought to write about it um I don't want to brag about it but i i wouldn't mind telling all the stories mostly they're about the things that we really learn from which are are the failures you know mm-hmm. and uh, the re- i i was ready to, to do magnum because i'd done six pilots that failed and you can either take that that failure as a stepping stone to success or you can let it defeat you and uh um that's very much part of life in general and certainly a life for our people in the military so it was just a lesson I learned I had good parents and I, I think we talked about where did the military help you Help me there too because uh, uh you're not always going to succeed you're going to fail and you you you, you got to learn from that and grow mm-hmm.
2: You are the uh, poster child for resilience. So not only were you a poster child for the National Guard, but also resiliency, (laughs) Mr. Tom Selleck right here. Mm -hmm. So I want to turn attention real quickly to our live feed where you, of course, are getting an incredible reception. We have viewers from all over the world. And I just wanted to read a couple of the comments to you, Um, Margaret. Yeah, I want to read some oh. of the comments. <laughs> Margaret Amos is watching, and she says, "Wow, I didn't realize that about Magnum PI and the importance of it recognizing our Vietnam veterans. Thank you for putting out a positive message." Um, and the Steve Rosa says, "This is so ironic. I was watching a Friends episode at the gym this morning with him in it. <laughs> so you back when you were on Friends, very cool, great mm-hmm. actor. Loved watching him in Magnum PI, and then a bunch of heart emojis and." Uh, from Matt Niece, not only is Tom a veteran, but he's also a tremendous advocate and ambassador for all veterans today. That's from Master Sergeant Matt Niece, uh, United Uh, States Air Force, 1997 to 2017. Leah, do you have any, see any comments on Chief's page? Um,
3: So from Chief's page, uh, we have Karen who says, "'The family dynamics on Blue Bloods is what hooked me.'" Um,
0: Hey, too.
3: (laughs) <laughs> Laura it's is tuning in from Colorado, Colorado Springs.
0: Brilliant. Pardon?
3: What's that?
0: Well, it's a, it, it's a family of cops. Something I, I, I thought of, um, um, I, I did want to mention. If we were shooting in my dressing room, um, above my mm-hmm. desk, you'd see they have a, a way now. I, I, I have uh, a friend, a fraternity brother, good friend, who uh, is on the wall. And um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, his name was uh, Ron Monopert. He was a ranger in Vietnam and was killed. But they do, it's really neat. Um, they do tracings. You know, people put paper mm-hmm. up on the, the name mm-hmm. and then they, they draw a crayon over it. Well, I got a framed one of Ron, who was a great guy. Um, uh, I could have been shot out, but I never was. But uh, Ron served and made the ultimate sacrifice, and he's worth mentioning. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: Thank, thank you for sharing that, him. and thank you, Ron, and, and Ron's family, and, and all who loved
3: him.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we got we got any more comments? Is that was that it for my page?
3: You have several people are sharing where they're at. Um, we have Colorado Springs. We have Anchorage, Alaska. Um, Jermaine Crudup, he is tuning in from the Pacific. He says, thank you for your service. Oh. Um, lots of people saying thank you and thank you for
1: your service. Absolutely. And, and Jermaine Crudup is one of our SAR majors in the exchange over in, uh, mm-hmm. in Okinawa, Japan.
3: We also just saw a comment just came in from Lindsay. So Lindsay is a great friend of chief chat. She's a great friend of the show. She says, looking great, Tom, I'm sure your book will be amazing. Just like your
0: career. Well, I hope it's funny (laughs) (laughs) because, um, well, look, it's not, you know, we we're not curing cancer in my business, but, but there, there are a lot of stories, stories about working with a lot of different people. Um, and the, and the stupid things that, that happen every day when we're shooting this stuff. That's what I think people might like to know. I'm not gonna do a book to settle scores with people. I'm not gonna uh, uh, do a political book. I wanna do a book about, uh, uh, I can't believe it, how you do 50 years in show business and, and uh, go figure, I'm still working. Yeah, <laughs> well,
3: I can't wait, me either. <laughs> all right chief all you
1: okay so so we, we know you gotta you gotta wrap it up and um we appreciate your, your time we appreciate your service we appreciate your your family service uh just everything that you've done uh, throughout your life throughout your career uh you like i said you you you've uh, you served your country and 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 then you've given us service members something to, to kind of take our our mind away from all the craziness that we deal with <laughs> in the military service yeah. uh, by by your acting and your movies uh, and I, I think I was reading some of the comments uh, before when the promo and uh you know three men and a
0: baby I, you had me at three men and a baby I, I, <laughs> I, I was I loved it I was classic. <laughs> the movie did great and uh, and people love it i loved it it, it kind of changed my life it was the number one movie the year it came out so that yeah. was a big deal and that was right on top of magnum so things were going pretty well yeah
1: yeah that, that mm-hmm. made me not want to have kids so soon so uh, <laughs> 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 is, is
3: birth control for cheap <laughs> yes <thank you. laughs>
1: Absolutely.
3: But, yeah, can't take us anywhere. Can't take us <laughs> <No>. anywhere.
1: <laughs> but uh, like you said, like I said, uh, having you with us today just means so much to all our uh, American heroes out there watching us right, now, watching you right now. Uh, just you know, taking out 30 minutes of your day to, to talk to us and to thank them for their service. So we, we definitely appreciate you. Uh, you, we, we support you like crazy here at the exchange, and we wish you all the best.
0: Thanks. Thanks for staying on that wall. Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: Thanks for being with us. We appreciate you. We love you. Chief Chat out.
0: For more information about your exchange benefit and to shop tax-free for life, visit shopmyexchange.com. To view this episode of Chief Chat or to watch live, visit facebook.com slash shopmyexchange.